So first and foremost, before we begin this episode, we have to talk about what is going on in our sports world and in our football community. Um, just, it's hard to talk and explain it. Just the entire football community and the world and was just turned upside down. And we've never seen something like this as sports fans and as the athletes that are on this field. And everyone's been feeling some sort of different emotion this week. And I just have to say, I wish I give my best well wishes to DeMar Hamlin and his family, his friends, the Buffalo Bills teammates, Cincinnati Bengals as well, T. Higgins. You know, it's it's a traumatic experience that it it's it's going to be hard to overcome. And you know, no one ever wants to root for injuries and you know, we, we might talk about them and you make jokes about it, but then it, this is something so serious that it makes us take a step back for a second. And, you know, I, I've seen it so many different ways this this week about, you know, like, Babs, should my kids play football going forward? Or, you know, how the athletes are speaking out. Maybe they're second-guessing the game that they play. Um, it's just, it, it's... It's been a long week to try to comprehend what we saw and how do we overcome it. And I mean, I feel like truly how you overcome this and it's it's moving forward. It's coming together and I mean it's 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 helpful to hear Hamlin is trying to get better. You know, every I felt like on Tuesday on Tuesday, it was just dead radio silence. Like, you did not hear a single thing from any media member. No one knew what was going to happen. No one no one knew how to truly respond to it. And uh, you're just waiting on not the news of what the league is going to do, but more of the news of, like, how's Hamlin doing? Like, is, 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 is he going to be able to survive this? Is... He going to be able to breathe this. We, we need updates that way. And I feel like the entire football community and sports world, we're hanging on that. And we're starting to hear news going to the positive direction. And again, I wish him all the well wishes out there. And, you know, I, I think that the word, the words, thoughts and prayers are very cliche. It's, it's a saying, it's a, it's a figure of speech at this point, but you do wish that, the best for him and obviously you want him to recover and be able to get out of the hospital and play again because that's what you want to see you want that good story um but as a sports community like what do we do babs like what do we do and i mean it's it's been you know this it's been a couple couple days since i've done a podcast i think over a week because sunday night i was gonna do one after all the games, I'll get to that in a second. Then Monday rolls around, I'll push it back to Monday. And Monday, the game's paused. And then, you know, you just got to kind of let let things let things go during the week. See how things go. But the NFL says week 18 is still on board. We still have a whole slate of games. The Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots are still playing on Sunday as of right now when I'm recording this. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but... I mean, the only way to move on as a community is to keep moving forward. I mean, 
I don't, I, I think that Twitter is such a weird place. Twitter is such a weird place and it's in social media in general and the, the gatekeepers out there. If you can't say this, you can't say it's insensitive, like to say this or, you know, people just want to talk about the game because you, you need to get your mind off of it too. Like, yes, we can send all the thoughts and prayer tweets and well wishes and profile changes. And it's great to see all the teams together showing the unity of the Buffalo blue and in in the prayer for for Hamlin and, and and that's great like that's great to see the response but you know we want to also talk about sports because that's what we do we love sports we talk about sports so I I had no I see people trying to be like, can we talk about football can we talk about what they're gonna do like this is an interesting time what's the NFL gonna do and everyone's giving their scenarios and we're not trying to be insensitive you're just trying to talk about the game of football it's it's gonna keep moving forward. And that's what it is. It's got to keep moving forward. So that's at the point that we're at right now. And I feel like that that's for me personally. I mean, if you've been seeing me the last couple of days, this is my first podcast uh, in post Hamlin injury and, and post the Patriots winning against the Miami Dolphins and Jared Stidham looking awesome and Brady clinching his division. So we got, we got, we have to go back and talk about some of these things. But I thought it was also respectable. Give some time and, and let things pass so we can figure out what what's going on going forward. It's not easy. It's not easy to just like pick everything right back up and get right back into it. It's it's a it's a it's a transition we're gonna we're gonna do here. This is Babs on the Mic, episode 13. Babs on the Mic is brought to you by KM All-Star Sports Store, located at Foxwood Sandra Outlets. If you're heading down to Foxwoods, Tanger Outlets, K&M is your one-stop shop for all your sports memorabilia needs. Tell them Babs sent you. It's not easy to go from that Babs hype man and, you know, for weeks and weeks and weeks I've been telling you, this is the path to the playoffs. This is what you're going to have to do. Ah, like going nuts. And then now it's like, okay, well, now you got the New England Patriots in Buffalo. What? Babs, like, what do you think? What do you think has to happen? And it's like, I don't even want to touch this right now. And first and foremost, let me, I need to go back on a tweet that I put out Monday night because Babs hears things. And when Babs hears something of significance, he put it out there. And what I heard Monday night, I put it out. Just, I heard that the Bills were going to have to forfeit. They're going to forfeit two games straight. Like, they came into a situation where there has to be a winner or loser in the Cincinnati game. And because of what just happened, I mean, this is a short turnaround into Sunday. So I threw that out there. I'm just saying like, hey, the, the Bills might have to forfeit the next two. Gives them their bye week. They get their heads straight as, as much as possible. And then you're right into the playoffs because guess what, folks? The NFL isn't moving anything. They can't push things back. Everything's set in stone. It's already set. Like it, the the league's just gonna keep pushing forward. It almost feels like, it, in my opinion, this week, it almost feels like the NFL is just kind of saying, "Buffalo, you guys figure it out. We'll we'll give you time and stuff, but you you guys have to figure this out." So it's it's a weird it's a weird spot to be in because they have all these other games that are obviously scheduled and and there's money on the line and there's seating on the line. It feels like the NFL is. 
not helping out the Buffalo Bills, I think. I, I don't know. I just feel a little awkward. And I when I put that tweet out there about the, the forfeiting the games, people want to spit it back at me. Well, Babs, you're just saying this because of the path of the plastic. I didn't say any of that. You're just twisting words around. That's what This is what I'm talking about. The fucking people on social media that want to take you and they want to put you down. They want to twist words and change it to their narrative. You idiots. You idiots. And then the next day came out from Mike Reese to... Per the beat reporter, one of the senior beat reporters in Buffalo, that was one of the scenarios they talked about. And I didn't hear from them. Got from somebody else. I have strong connections in Buffalo. Anyways, it's just like, what do you want to do? Like, we got to talk about football. We, we have to talk about the situation that's going on here. The games are still going to go on. So uh, right now, the New England Patriots are going up to Buffalo on Sunday. And we'll see what happens. I, 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 and here's my thought. Like, you, you can't, like, I'm, 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 I want the Patriots to go to the playoffs. I also don't want the Patriots to take a forfeit, and that's how they get in the playoffs. That's cheap. But it's also too late to reschedule the Patriots to put them against, like, the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's no win situation here. So the way I'm looking at it is this. It's, I'm recording this late, late, late Wednesday night. It's going to be Thursday. You're listening to this on a Thursday, most likely. You might be listening to this on a Friday, so this might be irrelevant. But I, I think that you might see Buffalo go out there Thursday and Friday, and they're going to start practicing, and I think that they're going to be out there Sunday. I think the best way to heal in this situation is to get your community together. I feel like if this was a road game for Buffalo, they, they would be like, we're all set. But this is a home game. That city of Buffalo, the town of Buffalo, the state of New York, upstate New York. Bill's Mafia country, they want to, I'm sure they, the fans want to be there because they want to give their love, their energy, and their passion at Highmark Stadium. Will Josh Allen play with the Stars play? I don't fucking know. We won't know. But I think the way to heal as a group is getting the information about Hamlin and Hopefully there's positive news and going out there as one group to go play. And in terms of Buffalo, if I'm on the Buffalo side here, beat the New England Patriots, beat your division rival and kick them out of the playoffs. And I feel at this point, like this team might come together and rally around it together. Not only just them, it's the fan base that's going to be there. And don't call me all Babs. They're, you know, you don't understand what everyone's going through. If someone doesn't want to play, they don't have to play. But I feel like you're still going to have a product on the field. And here's the thing that I think that went under the radar. And I, and I, I saw it, I believe, on Tuesday. But CBS, this is the games on CBS this coming week, right? CBS was very quick to tell Tony Romo and Jim Nance and Tracy, Tracy Wolf, Wolfson you guys are going to Buffalo this week. CBS is sending their A group there. Like their A team. And I saw that. And this was Tuesday. It was out there. I was like, wow, the NFL is pushing this game. Like CBS is pushing this game. They want that game. You're sending your A team. You would not send your A team to Buffalo if you had any doubts of a game not being played. And I don't like that in the sense that they're looking at this, CBS, let's send our A-team because this is going to be a very highly watched game. 
And that's why I think, too, that I think Buffalo plays because they know that the attendance is going to be there. They know people are going to be watching the product. It's, it's a sad reality of knowing that it's $130 billion $130 billion business, the NFL, right? That's what it is. And it absolutely sucks what happened to Hamlin. But these are billionaire owners that care about money. And yes, they will make their PR moves and show like we can, you know, like I like it's it's a good gesture from Robert Kraft to donate money, $18,000. It's it, it's a it's a it's a pin drop it's a pin drop it's great like it's a great story like i'm not trying to nitpick it i'm just being real here and telling you like why is cbs sending their a team like they're they're full oh let's send jim nance and let's send tony romo up there yeah yeah like let's let's do that i don't know it, it, it makes you feel uncomfortable a little bit there's always more to something and I'm sure the NFL's, like I said, the NFL's just kind of leaving this in limbo. All, hey, all 18, hey, week 18, all the games are played. You guys can figure it out in Buffalo, whatever you want to do. Like, I, I think the best case scenario here is you got to play the game. I think the Bills will rally around together. I think the fan base is going to show up and show their love and appreciation. I think this would be great. The, the Buffalo Bills don't even make any money off this game. I think all... I will change my tune if all proceeds from this game go to Hamlin and his family and medical bills or a savings of a future donation to a charity or whatever it might be. Like, I believe, because you just heard me talk about there's money. There's money involved in this. This game should not be profitable coming up. Like, this should not be a profitable game. And that's the meaning of the Buffalo Bills and the New England Pages should not be making a profit off this game. CBS should not be making a profit off this game. Because you know that they're using someone, someone's injury, where he's almost pretty, like, on his deathbed. You're using that for your advantage and for your product. That's what it's going to feel like on Sunday. I better see, I don't want this, oh, well, we donated $1 million each. Like, think about the millions that they're making in that game alone just for TV coverage, for attendance, concessions, merch. I hope the right thing is done on Sunday in terms of that. I don't care about a winner or loser, Patriots and Bills. Because this week, you're not going to hear anything really out of me in terms of who do you think is going to win and what what do you think is going to happen. I'm just going to let the game happen. When Sunday comes around, I'll be watching the game. I will be rooting for the New England Patriots because I do want to see them succeed and go into the playoffs. And if they lose, so be it. The season's over and we'll start talking offseason. And if they win, great job. You guys won two straight games. Let's get back home. Let's focus on the wild card weekend. It's not easy. It's not easy doing this. It's not easy talking about this and Especially when it's the New England Patriots and Buffalo Bills coming up, and it's and you got to look at the other side of the Cincinnati Bengals. They have a a hard game coming up against the Baltimore Ravens, a division game. And what are the, what are the Bengals going through? I mean, look at the Raiders in Kansas City. That's going to be the first game Saturday, four thirty Eastern, first NFL game back. 
I just hope over the next two days, the Thursday, Friday, and even into Saturday, we see something from both the Patriots and Bills where, again, I think money, like all that, the, 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 I'm telling you, the game on Sunday should not be profitable. For the NFL, for, for the teams, it should be a, a charity-driven game is what it should be. If you're going to put a product on the field, no money should be made. That's my stance on it. It took me a while to rant and get to that to that spot. I'm trying to lead it up, and I'm sure some of you probably have already offended in certain tones that I've have taken so far. But I mean, that's just that's my general feeling. And if you don't agree, you don't agree. Let's talk about the New England Patriots of last week. The New England Patriots versus the Miami Dolphins. The Patriots showed something finally. They were up 7 nothing. I tweeted out, when was the last time the Patriots were up 7 nothing in a football game, right? It's been over a year. We, can you believe that? They went a whole season without being up 7 nothing. And there was a point, they looking good on defense. It's 4th and 6, and Brandon Schooler running into the punter. The Dolphins go for it. Momentum, 7-7, 14-7. Like, you're down, and it, it almost felt like going into halftime again. Like, we just need another bailout. You need another defensive bailout. And, I mean, they squeaked by. This This team has been so frustrating to watch because you just see, like, wow, they get down the field, boom, 7 nothing. Wow, this team's moving. Wow, the defense looks good. Then undisciplined football. I've been saying it week and week and week. Undisciplined football. And it almost cost them the game. I, I, I know people at the time are like, Babs, why are you rooting for this frustrating 500 team to make the playoffs? Because I still think they have something. Something is there. I mean, this defense that we're watching is godly. And they were missing Marcus Jones, Jack Jones, Jalen Mills. You're missing players. And they're still so great on defense. That's why I look at this season, and let's say the offseason happens, right? Coming up soon. If they just have a fucking offensive coordinator and a little bit of better line, this team is going to be going places next year because that defense ain't changing. You might lose a Devin McCourty maybe, but you might might be able to get him back. You got to fix. The defense is fine what it is. You get to get the offensive coordinator. I think you give Mac Jones one more year. With the guys that he has, the guys that are signed, you do need to go out and look at the kicking situation and your special teams. And I know Bill will fix that. I think Jake Bailey, you're st- you're stuck with Jake Bailey for another year. Like you're not cutting him. If you cut him, you're not gonna you're, you're gonna end up owing a lot of money. You're you're you got Jake Bailey for another year. Redemption year for Jake Bailey. Give Jake Bailey one more year. See what he's got as well too. But I really think the Patriots don't have to make. Major massive overhauls this offseason, surprisingly. I really don't. I think they have a strong defense. Just a couple, couple little tweaks on offense. It starts with the offensive coordinator and maybe their future offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, who had an awesome showcase in their bowl game. He might not even want to be the offensive coordinator. I think he might be getting the head coaching job. Not in New England, but somewhere else. Uh, you got to go get the guy right away. 
And we're in January right now. And this upcoming week is what? January 8th is Sunday. So you might not hire an offensive coordinator by January 9th. The Pats are not in the playoffs anymore. But within two weeks, I better I better be hearing like they're going to be going in on this guy very soon and, there, and there's a deal coming in place. I better be seeing this person was flown into Vox, bro. This person was seen with Belichick on dinner, like getting dinner or something together. The offseason will be interesting. I, I don't, again, the team has something. The fact that they're 8-8, eight and eight, I, if they're 8-9, and nine, they lose to Buffalo on Sunday. It is a gut wrench. They, they're better. Than, I feel like they're better than that 8-9 record. It's another under 500 season. I feel like people are going to look at the numbers and say, oh, Belichick went 7-9 and nine, and he went 8-9 and nine, two out of the last three years. Not good for Bill Belichick. And Bill does need that little spark under his butt. And I know that the hot seat, we've talked about it already. I'm sure it's there, but I think that the Patriots are going to have a great offseason. I think they're going to make some great moves. Because I'll tell you this, when it comes to off seasons, the Boston Red Sox finally made the move that they needed to make in the offseason to keep their fan base happy. With Rafael Devers signing an 11-year, $330 million contract, you got your superstar. We've seen that. We, you saw Mookie Betts leave. You saw Bogarts leave. You've just been seeing the exodus of the uh, of the Boston Red Sox. They got their guy endeavors. The Red Sox have somebody to build around. They keep their fans happy. And I tied that in because that's big news for the Boston Red Sox and Boston in general right now. The New England Patriots have to keep their fan base happy. I don't think we're going to see crazy, crazy moves this offseason. There's going to be a lot of chatter. There's going to be a lot of clickbait. There's going to be a lot of stir in the pot. How many more times am I going to see Tom Brady back to New England? Get your offensive coordinator. It's the first fucking thing you do. That should shut up a lot of things that that come on from the media. Go into the draft. Go into free agency. Get a couple of pieces. And whoever the offensive coordinator is, and if you're Mac Jones, you better be working together all offseason. Because... When you look at offensive coordinators and quarterbacks that work together, they become successful, right? Like, you know, Mac Jones is going to be pretty much going on his third offensive coordinator in his third year. Whereas Jarrett Stidham, is seven, he has the same offensive coordinator that's now a head coach for four years. And Jarrett Stidham... Finally had his first game, first NFL start, and he looks so good. He looks so good. First and foremost, first and foremost, it's a Babs victory lap. I'm running around right now. Just picture Babs. Everything jiggling right now. I'm just, I'm just running, right? Everything moving. Victory lap. I fucking told you Jarrett Stidham had something. And he showed it against the best defense in the league. A team that's on an eight-game win streak. The number one power-ranked team. Jarrett Stidham gets the ball first. He went right down the field. Touchdown. I was, like, in shock. Because I was like, I can't believe I just saw that. 
But man, I knew that was going to happen. I've been telling you, Jared Stidham was sought after for years. For years, he had injuries and injuries piled up, and he finally was healthy. He finally got his opportunity, and he went out there in the McDaniel system that he knows, the system that Derek Carr was supposed to pick up that he couldn't pick up, and Jared Stidham was successful in it. We had Devontae Adams all upset. Oh, I miss Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not going to be there. I don't know if I want to be here. Well, guess what? Stidham found him multiple times. And if they work together, quarterback to receiver, the tiptoe in the end zone, Stidham taking a shot, getting hit by two guys and sees Adams wide open. Let Adams do his thing. And the great thing about what Jared Stidham did, like I was so hyped, I'm proud of him. I am truly, truly proud of Jared Stidham. Is that even when it went into overtime, which I wish it didn't because of the outcome, but when it did go into overtime and the Raiders had the ball first, and of course Stidham throws an interception, and all the people for all these years that I've been listening to, pick six Jets, Jamal Adams, interception machine, because that's all what you guys kept saying and you pushed him out of here. Everyone that I have talked to, even the haters that I know, I didn't see any blame on Jared Stidham on that interception. That made me feel good. Because it wasn't his fault. He got pushed by his own lineman. What is he supposed to do? But of course it's going to happen to him, right? Now, Jared Stidham has one more game left this upcoming week against Kansas City. If he can replicate what he just did, 300 yards, three touchdowns, maybe a rushing touchdown, maybe you beat Kansas City. Jared Stidham is going to become a starter in the NFL full-time next year. Maybe in Vegas, maybe not. Maybe he goes to New York Jets. Maybe he goes to Indy. Who knows? Maybe he goes to the Saints. We'll find that out. But man, I was telling you for years, he was supposed to be the guy that took over. The injuries happened. Mac Jones drafted. Timing never worked out. And I'm just glad. I know it's one game. But I have enough confidence that you're going to see plenty of those games like that out of Jared Stidham. Another guy that Bill Belichick in his system, in his coaching system, sought after, drafted, got through their system. And when the time finally came, he looked good. Now, I'm going to tell this as a disclaimer too. I'm not trying to play this like, well, if we kept Stidham... The Patriots would be in a better spot. Stidham's better than Mac Jones. I'm not actually playing that game at all with you guys. Because being the Jared Stidham hype man that I am, Stidham was hurt. Groin injury, back surgery. The timing never worked out. He's now finally fully healthy to play at his full capabilities. And I feel that in 2020, I wanted him out there to see what he had. He might have not been able to play at his full uh, capabilities like you just saw against the 49ers. So I'm glad that the timing did work out and I was patient this entire time to tell you when the time comes, I'll be ready. And guess what? I'm Patriots fan. I am a Patriots fan first and foremost, but you know my ass is going to be out there this Saturday, which I was scrambling to get a flight. I will somehow, some way, pray, cross your fingers, 
I'll be out there on Saturday because I want to see Stidham's first career uh, win as a starter. First win as a starter in the NFL. I'll be, I want to be there, and I'll be there this sun, uh, Saturday. I was rattled, by the way. It was an awesome day on Sunday for football in the Babs household because you had the Patriots win. You had Stidham uh, looking awesome. I wish he won, but it is what it is. I get home. I'm ready to record. Like, I was ready to record the podcast. Boom. Game has been flexed to Saturday. And I was like, are you kidding me? I had to get a new flight, figure it out. I'm leaving 5 in the morning on Saturday. I'm supposed to land in Vegas at 10.15 off of a connecting flight. And the game's at 1.30 in the afternoon. So I'm going to be hustling. And you guys will be able to see how it all unfolds. And it's going to be an exciting trip. Because I feel like this trip is just kind of like the... I'm going out there to support somebody that I've supported and I get to know. And I'm I'm happy to be there. And also I get to see Kansas City play too. It's always good to see Pat Mahomes play and all that. And speaking of people that you want to root for, and you tie this as the trio, Patriots win. Stidham looks good. How about Tom Brady? Tom Brady. They looked crappy in the first half, and then all of a sudden they popped off. Tom Brady's going to another playoffs. And, and and they already have their division locked up and they're eight and eight. Will they sit in week 18? We'll find out. But Tom Brady back in the playoffs feels right. It feels right. And they're probably going to have Dallas the first game. And now this is two weeks away. But at, at least like if the Patriots are out of it, obviously Jared Stidham will be out of it. I got something to look forward to. You have something to look forward to. We're all going to be rooting for Brady to beat Dallas. Just want to have that one upset for Tom Brady in the playoffs. Like, I'm not rooting for the Bucs. No, I'm rooting for Tom Brady. I'm rooting for Tom Brady. Remember that. But I can't wait to kind of be into that hype that's two weeks away. Like, you know that you're going to be watching that game. That game's going to be watched all throughout New England. I hope the Patriots make the playoffs. You have the Patriots in the playoffs. You have Tampa Bay in the playoffs. You can kind of watch, you know, Tampa, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. You watch them. It'll be, it'll be a good time. I'm at the 30-minute mark here, and I want to keep these under 40 minutes, and I just want to, again, take the time to kind of circle back. And, again, it's not easy to talk about Hamlin situation and everyone has their own opinions and how we see the game and and at the end of the day it's a human being's life you wish him the best I don't know how long he's going to be in that ICU for and want him just to be breathing on his own get him down from critical condition to stable condition get him to a recovery unit and the best thing is going to be when the time comes, we're all going to see it. It's going to be posted everywhere. Is that he is leaving the hospital. And he has a smile on his face. And I think what's going to be awesome is what we saw from the GoFundMe. And the outcry, the support, his jersey sales and all this. When he's finally in the right mental state. And can see the support from everybody. It's it's. It's going to make his fight that he's fighting right now worth it. 
So I, 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 again, just really hope for him for the best. Uh, last, uh, just kind of talk about, I went to the winter classic this past week also. And like, it was a great time. I haven't, wasn't at the first one for Fenway park. Got to go to this one. The Boston Bruins are a fucking wagon. I am not really a Bruins fan. Like I like watching hockey. I watched a lot of college hockey, like 10, 15 years ago. UMass Lowell River Hawks. You get into hockey. Used to go to Bruins games for the cheap 20 bucks, $35 to watch a Canadian. You can't do that now. I give a shout out. I want to give a special shout out to Simon. I know you listen and I really, really appreciate what you've done for me for the winter classic. And it gave me, it was such a beautiful day in Boston. I think the best part about the winter classic, Simon, was when you're walking in the concession area and you just, you, the smells, like the smells of like um, the, the Fenway Franks, the food, the beers, like it reminds you like, wow, like. We're going to be at Fenway just right around the corner. Springtime and summertime is right around. The weird thing was, was going into the bathrooms to take a leak and it was oddly warm in there. Like in a, like a weird, gross way. <laughs> like I just was like, it, it's refreshing to be in here, but it, I, it's just a bunch of hot urine like causing this right now. It's like gross. I had a great time uh, uh, at the Winter Classic and GRD with the absolute plug to go up into a better area to watch the game and you see two goals and then the boom, you win. So it was a great, it's been like, uh, it was a great sports week for me for Boston sports in that sense because everything that day on the Winter Classic, being there at Fenway and all that went right. You know, sometimes we don't have days like that and I was got to meet a lot of great people down there and I, it makes me excited for the upcoming playoffs for the for the Bruins. I know the Celtics haven't been, they've been, uh, they got scored 150 on them from Oklahoma City. But you know when the time comes, it's like the springtime in Boston is going to be awesome. The baseball season, you got basketball, hockey, playoffs. Hopefully there's some hype with the Patriots in that time too. You got the NFL draft like that when April comes around, you get the NFL draft at the same time. So I'm excited. I think like I'm really excited for that season. And, uh, the big news in Massachusetts this week, sports gambling is coming soon. Barstool Sportsbook just got approved for their mobile app. The in-person sports gambling starts at the end of the month on the 31st. The location's MGM out in Springfield, Encore, and uh, Plain Ridge. So I, sports gambling is going to start taking over a lot more in this area. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. I mean, those are going to be the places to be to watch games. All games, any games at any time. So really excited to finally see how that comes. And I need to get back down to Foxwoods again too for some of these NFL playoff games as well. So it'll be great. I have no questions. I'm not going to go through questions. I, I asked them a couple days ago. That was Sunday. It is what it is. I'm going to end it here. I hope everyone has a great rest of the week. Go Pats to some sorts of degrees. I hope that we get better news for Hamlin over these next few days. And um, stop doubting Jared Stidham. I will be there Saturday. All I can say is this is a moment that I've... I, I can't believe it's going to happen and I'll be there. It's going to be exciting. I can't say anymore. You'll just see it. Take care, guys.